When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We would be honored if you would join us. Just prior to Revenge of the Sith, Anakin Skywalker and Obi-Wan Kenobi were on Darth Sidious's trail and almost discovered his true identity. But as the two Jedi were owning in on him, Sidious sent Dooku to the radioactive poisoned planet of Tithe as bait to distract the Jedi from their investigation. Even though Dooku is the man who took his arm, Anakin is much more interested in finding Sidious on Coruscant than confronting the Count. As he lets Obi-Wan know his displeasure of being denied the glory of the kill, we get glimpses of Darth Vader shining through. But also, a sense that there might be more to Anakin's desire to return to Coruscant other than the prestige of defeating Sidious. And of course, that is Padme. For as of lately, the young Jedi Knight has been having impressions in the Force of something terrible happening to her an unclear vision, and this is where it all really begins. This excerpt is going to read from The Labyrinth of Evil by James Luceno. Obi-Wan is here trying to give Anakin the good news that the Council's gonna assign the two of them to go after Dooku on Tithe. So here we go, and then we can talk about it. The Council was able to convince Palpatine of the need to retake Tithe, and he has authorized a full battle group to divert there. It seems he is finally willing to follow Master Yoda's advice about concentrating on dismantling the Confederacy leadership. Grievous is on Tithe? Obi-Wan grinned. Better. Dooku is there. Anakin turned his head back to Obi-Wan. His face was flushed when he finally swung around. Not good enough. Obi-Wan blinked. Not good enough? The search for Sidious began with us. We discovered the first clues. If he's thought to be on Coruscant, then we're the ones who should be there to capture him. Anakin, Mason, Shakti are more than capable of seeing to that. If Sidious is even there, Anakin was shaking his head. Not as easily as we could. Sidious is a Sith Lord. Obi-Wan took a moment to respond. The way I remember it, we didn't fail all that well against Tuku. All that's changed, Anakin said, becoming angry as he spoke. I'm stronger than I was. You're stronger. Together, we can defeat any Sith. Anakin, is this really about capturing Sidious? Of course it is. We deserve the honor. Honor? Since when did this war become a contest for first place? If you're thinking that the capture of Sidious will earn you a place on the Council, I don't care about the Council. I'm telling you, we need to return to Coruscant. People are counting on us. What people? The people of Coruscant. Obi-Wan inhaled slowly. Why don't I believe you? I don't know, Master. Suppose you tell me. Obi-Wan narrowed his eyes. Don't turn this into a game. There's something else at work here. Have you had a vision I should know about? Anakin started to reply, bit back whatever it was that he had in mind to say, and began again. The truth is, I want to be home. We've been out here longer than anyone, trooper or Jedi. That's what you get for being so good at what you do, Obi-Wan said, hoping to lighten the mood. I'm tired of it. Master, I want to be home. Obi-Wan studied him. You miss the temple so much, the food, the lights of Coruscant? Yes. Yes to what? All of it. 
Which of course is a lie that Obi-Wan sees right through and will confront Anakin about, leading to question his feelings for Padme. But that of course is another video for another time. In this one, I wanted to show how Anakin's concerns for Padme are quickly making Jedi priorities of secondary concern to him. He has already started his own separation from the Order, and Obi-Wan Kenobi too. Sure, there is vanity to the status and glory to defeating Sidious that would bestow upon him and maybe even grant him the rank of master. Now from here, he would probably want to become the youngest grandmaster in the history of the Jedi after killing Sidious. Even though later he wants to join the High Council so that he can get access to the Sith holocrons below the temple in the archives, Anakin still desires the status that comes with such a position, but it's mostly the concerning feeling that he has about Padme that pulls him to want to return home and learn more about how he can save her from certain death. I'm not completely sure if the vision he's having about his wife will eventually become the vision of her dying that drives him to the dark side, or is it the upcoming danger that Coruscant will go through when Grievous forces the attack on the capital world. I'd say story and character wise, I'm gonna have to assume it will become the vision that leads him right into Sidious's waiting embrace. Most likely. Now what about this? Mace Windu and Shakti or Anakin and Obi-Wan? Let me know in the comments right now who you think would have a better chance against Sidious. Together I think Anakin and Obi-Wan are pretty undefeatable. Case in point, Dooku. Especially when Anakin turns on the dark side a little bit. But do you think they were good enough to defeat Sidious? Personally, I don't think so. I think they would need Mace Windu at least to be with them. Now if Yoda was with them and Mace, then it's game over, Sidious is done for. But even with Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Mace, it's still going to be a little bit difficult. Anyways, let me know what you think below. Who do you think would be the best duo to fight Sidious? And maybe I'll make a video on it. Thanks for watching this one. I'll catch you in the next one. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you. Always. Hey everyone, how are you doing today? So before the dreaded Darth Vader became the apprentice to Darth Sidious, he had an apprentice named Darth Tyrannus, or more commonly known as Count Dooku. Like with Vader, Tyrannus was a former Jedi who Sidious had been watching for a long time before asking him to join the Sith. The way this occurs in Legends and Canon is quite different, but today let's take a look at major turning points in Legends when Dooku actually informs Palpatine that he's thinking about leaving the Jedi Order and why. In fact, Palpatine is the second person that he tells after Master Sifo-Dyas even before Master Yoda. The following comes from the Legends book Darth Plagueis, and here we first learn about this moment of connection between the two future Sith Lords. We see why they initially bond and why they will be the perfect duo to bring the galaxy to its knees. I can no longer abide by the decisions of the Council, Dooku tells Palpatine, and I have to be free to speak my mind about the wretched state of the Republic. Palpatine didn't reply, but thought, Finally. Dooku's disclosure was long anticipated and yet still something of a surprise. On each occasion he and Palpatine had met, Dooku had begun to look less and less like a Jedi Master and more like the nobleman that he would have become on his native planet of Sereno. Meticulously groomed, he carried himself like an aristocrat, wearing tailored tunics and trousers and a velvety black cloak that gave him a dashing theatrical look. His slightly curved lightsaber hilt too might have been a prop, though he was known to be one of the Order's most skilled duelists. And behind a mask of arrogant civility, Palpatine knew him to be capable of great cruelty. Among the many reasons why Dooku was disillusioned by the Republic and the Jedi, the primary reason was because he felt the Jedi were serving the Republic rather than the Force. He did not only feel that this was against the Jedi's core 
tenant of being servants to only the Force, but that it led to the death or loss of too many Jedi, including his apprentice Komari Vasa, who actually fell in love with Dooku and was banished from the Jedi Order before she could even take the trials. Shortly after that happened, the Republic had asked the Jedi to go on a dangerous mission that Dooku felt was more suited for a military and didn't think the Jedi should have gotten involved at all. But when the Jedi didn't listen to him, his former apprentice secretly went on a mission, many Jedi were killed and she was lost to the dark side. From there, she became a leader of a band of assassins. Dooku harbored resentment against the Jedi Council after that moment. The other reason Dooku was upset was because of the state of the Republic. Dooku complained that he had declined to be a member of the Council in order to devote himself to diplomacy, but that the Republic was still sliding deeper into chaos. He believed, like Anakin would years later, that one man should be able to make a difference if he is powerful enough. Then he says something that changes the course of the galaxy. I've half a mind to join your cause, Dooku said. Palpatine touched his chest. My cause? What did Dooku mean? Well, Dooku really believed that Palpatine spoke for the disenfranchised worlds of the Outer Rim. He praised Palpatine since he spoke honestly and championed the underprivileged, and that he may be the only one capable of bringing the Republic back from the brink. Dooku then proposed that they become partners to reshape galactic politics. Palpatine fought hard to hide his pleasure in that request. We would have to deepen our conversations, said Palpatine. Become completely honest with each other bear our innermost thoughts and feelings to determine whether we truly share the same goals. I'm being honest when I tell you that the Republic needs to be torn down and built up again from the ground up, said Dooku. It might require a civil war. And how far from that are we now? The Jedi could be the true leaders if they would only allow it to be so, but they are so entrenched in archaic thinking and slow to embrace change. They may see dark times ahead, but instead of actually rising up against the corruption in the Republic, perhaps disbanding the Senate entirely for a period of time, they have become fixated on prophecy. And here's Dooku's primary complaints about the Jedi that made him such a good fit with the Sith. He then says the Jedi could fix anything if they were willing to unleash the full powers of the Force. Dooku, like the Sith, believed the Jedi's servitude to the Force was their downfall. He saw the abilities that could come with controlling the Force like the Sith believed. From this conversation, it's easy to see why Palpatine targeted Dooku for his apprentice and helps paint the picture of why Dooku thought that he was on the right side, even after he joined the Sith. In another video, I'll talk about another conversation they have where Sidious begins to seduce him to the dark side, which is pretty cool. Hope you enjoyed this video. Leave a like if you did and I'll catch you in the next one. Thanks for watching everyone. Have an awesome rest of your day. And until the next video, remember, the Force will be with you. Always.